0: back to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets right here on Mail Media Network. I'm your host, Jake Hahn, taking a look at bets and DraftKings plays for Thursday, February 17th, We have 10 games on the card for Thursday, but before we get into it, remember to give the show a like and subscribe to Mayo Media Network as well. All right, let's get into this, and we kick things off with a great matchup on the East Coast. The Toronto Maple Leafs, minus 150 favorites on home ice, with the Pittsburgh Penguins coming into town as plus 130 road underdogs. The over-under is set at six and a half for this game. The Pens come into Toronto on a four-game win streak, and coming off of Sid Crosby's 500th goal on Tuesday. I know a lot of people out there had the Crosby goal prop. It just felt like it was the right time for it to cash. So if you're listening or watching and you had that Crosby goal prop, congrats on that. I think that one felt like sort of a community win in the NHL gambling community on Tuesday night. So happy to see Sid get 500. Unfortunately, my big Flyers money line play did not come through. Never trust the Flyers with a lead in the third period, two goal lead in the third period, not big enough for Philly to hang on. So Pittsburgh comes comes back and wins that game they've actually owned the Leafs this season as well in two meetings winning both with a combined score of nine to one this is probably about as healthy as the Penguins have been in a long time as well they always seem to have some key pieces missing right now it's only Jason Zucker and Teddy Bluger from the regular lineup so all the big boys are there for the Pittsburgh Penguins the Leafs on the other hand return home after a three-game road trip out west where they went one and two they finished with a 6-2 win in Seattle on Monday so they bring a little little Bit of good vibes back to Toronto. They've been very good at home this season with or without fans in the building. 17 4 and 1 on home ice this season for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Interesting matchup here to watch in this game on Thursday, though, is the Leafs' first ranked power play going up against the Pens' second ranked penalty kill. So that one should be interesting if the Leafs get some power plays in this game. Which one wins out? Is it going to be that top power play unit for the Leafs or will it be that Pens penalty kill unit? That's something I'll certainly be watching for on Thursday. In terms of a bet on this game, I think with the current line, I'd have to give a lean towards the Penguins at plus 130. It's not going to be an official play for me, but I do think that there's some value here with the Pens at plus money, especially because they've just owned this matchup recently. So maybe there's something there um, uh, with this matchup for the Penguins that they just like facing the Leafs. Maybe they get up for a game like this. So I I'm going to lean towards the Pens at plus 130, but not my favorite play on the card for Thursday. Next up, we've got the St. Louis Blues, minus 265 favorites on the road in Montreal to take on the Habs, who are plus 210 home underdogs. The over under is up at six for this game. Uh, the Blues continue a trip through eastern Canada after beating the Sens five-two on Tuesday. They've won their last two, scoring 10 goals total after a really disappointing loss coming out of the break against the New Jersey Devils. I don't know what happened there, but we have seen a lot of teams not exactly play great after that layoff and that first game. So I'm willing to give a blues, I'm willing to give the blues a pass for that game against the New Jersey Devils, and they looked much better in the last two. It seems like Husso has officially stolen the net from Jordan Binnington. I'm not sure if he starts this game, or maybe Craig Berube actually gives Binnington this start to get his confidence back up a little bit. It's an easier game for St. Louis. I don't know how he's going to play it, but it looks like it's Husso's net right now for the foreseeable future for the Blues. The Habs, on the other hand, they remain terrible, even after the coaching change, but they have shown some slight improvements. So I'll give them some credit there. Instead of losing by five or six they're only losing by one or two now so it's baby steps maybe before we know it they'll actually be winning some hockey games 10 game losing streak coming into this one and they've given up at least five goals in seven of their last eight games so they are giving up a ton right now special teams is a complete disaster and st louis has the second ranked power play and the fifth ranked penalty kill so huge mismatch when it comes to special teams in this game i love the blues i'm just going to continue to fade the habs i mean eventually they're going to get a win for martin st louis that's obviously going to come at some point but i just think the blues are clearly a better team and you can still get some plus money for them on the puck line it's basically even money minus one and a half for the blues to go into montreal win by a couple goals if you want to take the blues in regulation i don't mind that as well if you want to throw them in some parlays with maybe a couple of other favorites we're going to get to a little bit later here i don't mind that either but i do like st louis to win this game on thursday night Next up, we've got the Ottawa Senators in Buffalo to take on the Sabres. The Sabres are slight favorites in this game. Minus 125 on home ice. Ottawa's plus 105 on the road here. The over-under is at six. The Sens are starting to get really banged up and it's showing in the results. This is a team I've mentioned before that I'm targeting in the second half to maybe grab some good dog prices on. They've lost three of their last four, but they've all been to playoff caliber teams. So they're facing some some quality competition in these losses. Thomas Shabbat has joined Josh Knorr and Drake Batherson on the injured reserve for Ottawa. And Matt Murray, who'd been red hot in net for Ottawa, left Tuesday's game. So we could be seeing uh, the backup backup because apparently Anton Forsberg is also banged up and Philip Gustavson has been called up from the American Hockey League, who we saw a little bit early in the season. So the depth of the goaltending position is getting tested for the Sens. Thomas Shabbat, a guy who plays high 20s in terms of minutes every single night, he's out now. It's becoming more difficult to back this team with the current roster that they're icing and putting forward. The Sabres too have actually been quite good. They've won two in a row and they have points in their last three games. The offense is exploding out of nowhere. 14 goals over the last three games for Buffalo. Alex Tuck has been amazing and is shooting the puck a ton. He's been great for shot props lately. Jeff Skinner, Tage Thompson, Kyle Pozo, Victor Olafson, all of these guys uh, seem, seem to have something going right now. And I think Buffalo has a lot more going on than we give them credit for. Uh, This isn't a game I'm going to be betting any big money on, but I do lean towards the Sabres here. I just like the way that they're playing. I don't want to lay minus 125 with the Sabres, but Ottawa banged up, Buffalo playing well, the offense clicking. I, I do think the Buffalo finds a way to win this game on Thursday night. Next up, we've got the Washington Capitals in Philly to take on the Flyers, the same Flyers that burned me a couple nights ago at a big dog price. We can get them at a pretty big dog price on Thursday as well, plus 165 home dogs. Washington comes in at minus 195 on the money line. The over-under is up at six for this game. The Caps have been playing some below-average hockey now for a while, but they did bounce back with a nice 4-1 win in Nashville on Tuesday. Never an easy place to go win a game. Uh, They've actually been much better on the road this season as well, 15-5 and four on the road, which is not usually the case for the Caps who've perennially been a really good home team. The Flyers are banged up. They've got a ton of guys out of the lineup and they come in on a three game losing streak where they've given up 15 total goals over those three games they held a 4-2 lead like I mentioned earlier in the third period uh, against Pittsburgh on Tuesday could not close it out the offense has been okay lately we've seen them score a little bit but they are just a complete disaster in their own end and you're just waiting for goals to go in so I think that this is a spot for Washington to maybe get right a little bit start to string some wins together after a win the other night caps minus one and a half at plus 130 will be my play on Thursday night here I think the caps can go into Philly and take advantage of just a depleted team and a team that's no good in their own end. Next up, we've got an original six matchup here. The New York Rangers minus 210 favorites on home ice. The Detroit Red Wings coming in at plus 170 on the money line on the road. The over under is set at six for this game. The Wings have had a couple days to recover after the Wild put up a seven spot against them on Monday. So they should be pretty well rested here. The offense has actually been pretty good lately. 17 goals in their last four games. The road, however, has not been kind to them this season. They haven't been good away from Detroit, just seven wins in 23 road games this season. The Rangers, on the other hand, have a three-game win streak, but it goes back before the All-Star break. They played their first game out of the break on Tuesday, and they started really slow. They looked like they hadn't played in a long time. I think they only had two shots in the first period of that game, but they found a way to beat Boston still 2-1 in a shootout, and that's kind of been the story of the season for the Rangers, is just finding ways to win games. They don't always look the best, but they still find a way to get the two points at the end of the game. They've been really difficult to beat at MSG this year as well, 16-4. Four and two on home ice for the Rangers here. I don't see a ton of value in the Rangers on the money line up at minus two ten. I think you can make a case actually for Detroit to go in and win this game at plus one seventy. I'd much prefer to take the under six here though, and and it's uh, asterisk beside it in case Igor Shosturkin starts or doesn't start. I'm going to assume he starts this game, and if he does, I think under six is a solid play because Detroit, uh, although the offense is up recently. generally struggles to score and Igor just doesn't like to give up much. I could see the Rangers scoring a couple goals, winning this game like 3-1, 4-1, something in that range. So assuming Igor Shosturkin gets the call on Thursday, I'd roll with the under six in the Rangers and Red Wings game. Next up, we got another game that I think will probably be low scoring. The New York Islanders minus 125 favorites on home ice. The Boston Bruins plus 105 dogs on the road. The over-under is at five and a half for this game. Boston is having major trouble scoring, which shouldn't be a surprise with Marshon and Bergeron out of the lineup. They've managed a one, one and one record in the three games without them. So they'd actually take that, but they've only scored three goals total in those three games. The good news is there is a chance that Bergeron Bergeron plays this game. Uh, he's practicing. It looks like he's getting ready. It looks like he's nearing a return. So assume that Bergeron should be back in the lineup for this game. Marshon will still be serving his suspension. The Isles return home after an unsuccessful four-game road trip that saw them go one and three. And lose their last three games, including giving up six goals to Buffalo on Tuesday, they've been an average to below average defensive team this season to go along with a really, really anemic offense so they can't score and they don't have that sort of Islanders style where they can lock it down to be one of those top defensive units they've been very average defensively this year. All that being said, I do like the under here. You got to pay a little juice at the under five and a half. But with Boston struggles to score, I don't think the Islanders are really the remedy for that. I do think that they can still play that defensive style and lock down the Boston Bruins. And I just don't see the Islanders scoring much either. So this feels like a boring, low scoring type under five and a half game on Thursday night. Next up, we got the Seattle Kraken plus 165 dogs on the road in Winnipeg. Take on the Jets who are minus 200 favorites on home ice. The over under is way up at six and a half for this game. The Kraken start a three game road trip in Winnipeg on Thursday night. They don't have much going for them this season, but they actually are first in the league at suppressing shots on goal. But on the flip side, they're 31st in terms of generating shots on goal. So they're not giving up a lot, but they're also not generating a lot. Usually leads to some low event Seattle Kraken hockey games. The Jets, on the other hand, will be playing the second half of a home back to back as they host the Wild on Wednesday night. So I don't mind these spots. You you play at home a couple nights in a row i don't think that should really be an issue for the jets they came out of the break nice with a five of a possible six points from minnesota dallas and nashville only to give it back with a home loss against the blackhawks so this is a really tough team to figure out really tough team to trust this season and at minus 200 i don't think there's a ton of value with the jets on thursday night but i do like the under six and a half Uh, seattle struggles to score struggles to generate like i mentioned I do think that Winnipeg can play that boring style. We've seen them do that quite a bit uh, recently, actually. So under six and a half, I just think that that's too too high right now. I think that's at least a half a goal too high. This should be closer to six, uh, the total for this game. So I'm going to play the under six and a half between the Kraken and the Jets on Thursday night. Next up, we've got the Columbus Blue Jackets plus 130 dogs on the road in Chicago to take on the Blackhawks, who are minus 150 home favorites. The over-under is at six for this game. This will be the end of a five-game road trip out of the All-Star break for the Jackets, so they've actually been busy since the break. They're three and one so far, and their only loss to, was to Calgary on Tuesday, who's just smashing everybody right now. The offense has been improved lately, but they still have a lot of issues defensively. Chicago returns home after a three-game road trip, where they went two and and one they beat the oilers and the jets and they lost to the blues so not bad results for the blackhawks there they've really struggled at home this season though 8, 11 and three in chicago that's not going to get it done this is not a game i'm rushing to bet but i think if i had to play a side again it would just be a blind play on on the plus money just like the pittsburgh toronto game plus 130 with the jackets if i had to play it That would probably be it. Next up, we got the Anaheim Ducks, plus 185 dogs on the road in Edmonton to take on the Oilers, who are minus 230 home favorites the over/under is up at six and a half for this one anaheim will be playing the second half of a road back to back as they're in calgary on wednesday night before that they had only played one game in their last 16 days four three loss to seattle last friday so a choppy schedule for the ducks but they are looking almost fully healthy now just josh manson on the injury reserve the oilers have actually turned things around recently three game win streak they took both games in San Jose and LA on Monday and Tuesday, and both of those teams were coming off a long layoffs. and The Oilers took advantage. I think this is once again a good spot for the Oilers to take advantage with the Ducks playing in Calgary on Wednesday night. So not a ton of value with minus two thirty, but I do think the Oilers find a way to get this thing done and keep rolling on Thursday. Last game on the card, we've got the Vancouver Canucks and the San Jose Sharks. Basically, a pick 'em minus one ten for both sides here in San Jose. The over/under is set at five. And a half. The Canucks are two and one since the All Star break. Most recently, beating the Leafs three two on Saturday. Thatcher Demko stole that game for them, uh, and he's capable of doing that basically anytime he goes out there. Quinn Hughes is currently still in COVID protocol. Uh, the Sharks, on the other hand, have actually lost four in a row now. They're going the wrong way, and with a lot of other teams making moves in the Pacific Division, that is not mm-hmm. good. Uh, the that losing streak goes back before the All Star break. They've only played one game in their last 16 days, and it was a three nothing shutout loss to the Oilers on monday eric carlson remains on the injured reserve so look for brent burns to play big minutes and get a lot of usage in this game as well i think i'd lean towards the sharks money line here pick them price take the home team they've got a game under the under their belt now after the break sharks minus 110 seems like the way that i would play this one As for DraftKings on Thursday night, if you look at it from an overall perspective, there's a lot of studs that you can start your lineups with on Thursday. So I think that's probably the first decision you have to make. You got Matthews, McDavid, Ovechkin, Pasternak, Dreisaitl, Crosby, all on the slate. I think I would avoid Pasternak in what I think should be a low scoring game against the Islanders. I'd look towards the two Oilers and Alex Ovechkin to start your lineup. Those are my favorites of the, the top guys. Uh, St. Louis, Blues should score a ton in that game against Montreal. Deep team, and it's hard to predict where it will come from on a nightly basis. But I do like Jordan Cairo, Pavel Buchnevich, Braden Shen, Robert Thomas. I think those are all good options, and they're all sub $5,000 on Thursday. Ottawa, Buffalo, the Sabres have actually been scoring a lot. And The Sens now have goaltending issues, as we talked about earlier. Alex Tuck, Jeff Skinner, Rasmus Dahlin, I think are all affordable options. And I had to quickly mention in the Detroit Rangers game, just the, the, the price for Artemi Panarin always weirds me out. He has been inconsistent, but the fact he's priced below Tyler Bertuzzi is just weird to me. So $5,900 for Artemi Panarin in that game, I don't mind that at all. Uh, Washington, Philly, I already mentioned. Ovechkin as a good play at the top. Maybe like Tom Wilson, $3,800 is a value play. I could see Washington scoring quite a bit against the Flyers. The Jackets and the Blackhawks, there's some value in this one as well. You could look to a couple of top liners. Patrick Lainey, Oliver Bjorkstrand, both affordable worth a look in my opinion and I really like Alex Dabrinkit at $4,900 sub $5,000 for Dabrinkit and Columbus does like to give up a lot of chances and in the Anaheim Edmonton game if you are looking for some value if you want to do an Oilers stack Hyman and Polio look to be locked into the wings of Connor McDavid after the coaching change and they're both $4,300 and $4,200 respectively That's going to be it for me today. You can find me on Twitter at Jayhan4. And as always, good luck with your bets and your lineups. And I'll catch you all next week.